Shalom to all. Today's office Yomam Saf Tzadi Test. We are starting with the very first word on the daf. And today's office sponsor Lilu Nishmas Mars Miriam Sarah Bas Rabbi Yaakov Meisha Her Nisham Shadav and Aliyah and Lilu Nishmas Rabbi Yechmiel Mordechai Ben Rabbi Chaim His Nisham Shadav and Aliyah. And the more brings a brayso Tan Rabbanon Yesh Chalitz Leima Misafik. There's a scenario where a person is going to end up doing chalitza to his mother out of Safik Lachaisa Misafik or he'll do chalitza to his sister out of Safik Lebita Misafik or he'll do chalitza to his daughter out of Safik. The more says Ketan How do we have such cases? Ima Vishan Cheres His mother and another woman Vlohen Shnei Zcharim Both of them each had males, they each had boys. Then they had two boys in hiding, which means that these two boys got mixed up. And then this one's son married the mother of the other one. And then this one's son married the mother of that one. Then they died without children. Each one has to do chalitza to both of them. Turns out each one is giving chalitza to his mother. What's this case? Yaakov and David, two random not related men. Each one had a son, Yaakov had Reuven, and David had Shlomit. Then their wives gave birth to boys, but these boys got mixed up. Then Yaakov and David died. Reuven then married David's wife, and Shlomit married Yaakov's wife. Then both Reuven and Shlomit died. So these women now fall to Yibam to their husband's brother. However, this brother, very potentially, is her own son. So these two boys now need to do chalitza to both women because they aren't sure which one is their mother. Turns out they're doing chalitza to their mother. Next case, La'achaisa Misafek was the case where he could do chalitza to his sister Misafek. Ketzad, we have his mother and another woman. They had two nekevas, two girls, and it was b'machvay. It was in hiding. Again, they got mixed up. And then their brothers, not from the same mother, came and married these girls. Then they died without children. He would have to do chalitza to both of them. Turns out that he's doing chalitza to his sister out of Suffolk. Let's just put names to this case. We have two women, Leah and Bacheva. Each of them had a son, Reuven and Shlemai. Then they each gave birth to a girl, but the girls got mixed up. Now, Reuven and Shlemai each had a paternal brother, not related at all to these girls. Those brothers married these girls and then they died without children. So these girls are now falling to Reuven and Shlemai. One is which their brother, the other isn't. Reuven and Shlemai have to do chalitza. It turns out they're doing chalitza to their sister. And the last case is Labita Misafek Ketzad. How do we have it? He's doing chalitza to his daughter. His wife and another woman had two daughters in hiding again. They got mixed up. And then their brothers came and married these girls. They died without children. Each one's doing chalitza to his daughter out of Suffolk. Again, let's put some names to this case. Both Reuven and Shlem's wives had a girl and they got mixed up. Reuven's brother Shemin and Shlem's brother Avshalem married one of these girls and that's permitted again because it's their niece or it's a random person. Then Shimon and Avshalem both die. These two girls now fall to Reuven and Shlem. One is which their father, chalitza needs to happen in both these cases. Turns out he's doing chalitza to his daughter. And more interesting cases, Tanya Hayer Mayor Amir Mayor says, It's very possible that we could have the same man and woman that have five children and they have five different nationalities, five different categories. Ketzad, how is that possible? We have Yisrael that bought an Evan and a Shifcha from the marketplace. And they had two sons. Their sons were not included in the sale, so their sons are not Avadim, they're just considered regular Goyim. One of their sons did Geras, now he's a Jew. Turns out that other two children, one of them's a Ger, one of them's a Goy. Now their master immersed them for the purpose of Avdos, now they're considered Avadim. And then they were with each other again and they had another son, Harekan Ger, 
We have a Geron Avik Chavim, the Eved, and now there's a new son is considered an Eved. Shechor Esa Shefcha, now the master released the Shefcha, now she becomes a full fledged Yid, Ubalao Eved. The Eved is Bail her, he's not allowed to do that, but he's Bail her anyway. Harikan Gerva Avik Chavim, the Eved. We already have our Gerva Avik Chavim and Eved, Umamzer, now we have a Mamzer born from them. Shechor Shneim, let's say the master released both of them, now the Eved is considered a full fledged Yid also. Visiens Elzeh, and he married them off to each other, and then they had a child, Harikan Gerva Avik Chavim, the Eved Umamzer. So we have those four children that were already born, the Israel, and now the child that's born is a Yisrael. The Gemara asks, Ma'akamash Malon, what's the Chiddush in this case? The answer is, We see from here that a non-Jew and an Eved that's by Labas Yisrael, the child's a Mamzer. The Gemara continues with another case, Tanabon, we have a Brayso, We can have a situation where a person is going to sell his own father in order to enable his mother to collect her Ksuba. Kate said, what's the case? Yisrael bought an Eved and a Shifcha from the marketplace, and they had a child. That child wasn't included in the sale, he's just considered a regular guy. And now the master freed the shivcha, and now she becomes a full-fledged yid, Minasa, and now he marries her. The Amr then he got up, because of he writes that all of his nechasim are going to her son. Remember, her son is a non-Jew. And then this fellow dies, so now his wife, who used to be not Jewish, now she's Jewish, she wants to collect her ksuba, but there is no money to collect the ksuba, so she goes to her son, who's not Jewish, and she says, I would like to collect the ksuba. What happens over here? Turns out he could sell his father, who's still an Eved, in order to enable his mother to collect her ksuba. The Gemara says, Mike Mashmalan, what's the Chiddush over here? What are we learning here? The answer is, Kula Reb Meir, this entire thing is Reb Meir, Va'avdi Metatli, and Evid is considered like Metatli, like movable objects, Um Metatli Mishtabdi Leksuba, and movable objects are Meshubba to Leksuba. If a person dies and he doesn't have any liquid cash, then we could sell movable objects in order to pay for the Ksuba. The Ibaizim, alternatively, we could say, Hakamashmalan, the Chiddush over here is that Avdi Kemakarki Dami, and Evid is considered like Karka, and we know that Karka is Meshubba to Leksuba. And now on with the new Mishnah, Ha'ishushan is Arvlada Bevlad Kalasa, we have a woman who her child got mixed up with the child of her daughter in law. As a good Yiddish family where the mother-in-law and daughter-in-law both had babies at the same time. They were in the hospital and they got mixed up. These two sons that had gotten mixed up grew up. And they married women. And then they died. The other children of the daughter-in-law, they would have to do chalitza and not yibum. Why is that? Because this woman is a suffolk. Maybe she's the wife of his brother and then yibum would be okay. But she's also possibly the wife of the brother of his father, meaning his uncle's wife, and then it would be usher to marry her. So therefore, the daughter-in-law's sons that are surviving would have to do chalitza and not yibum. However, Bnei Azkena, the sons of the older one, meaning the mother-in-law's sons, they're either allowed to do chalitza or yibum. Why are they allowed to do yibum? Because the woman falling to them is either his brother's wife, and yibum is permitted in that case, or ben she could also be the wife of the son of his brother, which means his nephew's wife, and then he's allowed to marry his nephew's wife. Now let's say it's the other way around. Mesu Akshayrim, the Kshayrim died, which means sons of this mother-in-law and daughter-in-law had gotten married to women, sons that we knew they were their sons, not the mixed up one. And the only two remaining children over here are the two sons that got mixed up. So at Haroivis, these children that had gotten mixed up, Libnez Kena, to the wife of the children of this Kena, the older one, they only do Chalitza, not Yibum. Why is that? This woman is a Suffolk, maybe she's the wife of his brother, and then Yibum would be okay. However, she's also a Suffolk, maybe she's the wife of the brother of his father, maybe she's his uncle's wife, and then it would be also to do Yibum. But Libnez Kala, to the wife of the son of the Kala, of the daughter in law, one of them has to do Chalitza, the next one could do Yibam. Because if it's a sister-in-law, so Yibam is permitted, and if it's not, then she's just the wife of his nephew that already received Chalitza, and he's allowed to marry her. And the mission continues on with another case. We have a Kayhanis who had a little baby boy who's a Kayin, but that son got mixed up with the son that her Shifcha gave birth to. So now we have a little baby Kayin and a little baby Evid of a Kayin. They got mixed up. They are allowed to eat Truma. That's because the Evid of a Kayin is also allowed to eat Truma. They only take one portion of the Gairin. The Gemara is going to explain what that means. 
on top. However, they're not become Tommy Mace because one of them is a Kayin. They're not allowed to get married either to a Kusher woman or to a Puzzle woman because one of them is an Evid, one of them is a Kayin. We don't know which one is which. But now, these mixed up children, they grow up and they both freed each other. The father of the Kayin ended up dying, so he inherits the slave. But then again, we don't know which one is the Kayin, which one is the slave. So they both free each other. Now the slave becomes a full fledged Yisrael. They're allowed to marry women that are royal to Kahuna because again, one of them is a Kayin, one of them is a Yisrael, none of them is an Evid. But However, if they became Tommy, they're not going to get Malkas because we don't know which one's a Kain. They're not to eat Shuma because one of them is a Yisrael. But if they did eat Shuma, they don't have to pay a Karen because we don't know which one was the Yisrael that wasn't allowed to eat Shuma. They're not allowed to go to the Garin, the granary, the distribution point of Shuma, and take Shuma because again, we don't know which one's the Kain. However, they are allowed to sell Shuma, which is theirs, and that money belongs to them. Let's say they have a field, they grow stuff, they have to separate Shuma. They do not have to give it to a Kain because any Kain that comes to them and says, hey, you have to give me Truma, the fellow could say, oh, I'm a Kain. This fellow over here, he's the Israel. So since it's Hamaytzim Mechavera of Araya, they can keep their own Truma, they can sell it, and they can keep that money. However, they're not allowed to get from the base Hamikdash. We don't know which one is a Kain. We're not allowed to give them Kachim. But we do not take Kachim away from them if they have Kachim. They are potter from giving a Kain, the Zroel Chayim and Keva. We know that a Israel, when he shechs an animal, not a carbon, just shechs an animal, he has to give these parts to the Kayin. This fellow doesn't have to give these parts to a Kayin. Maybe he's a Kayin. Ubechayre, and his firstborn animal, he doesn't have to give his firstborn animal to a Kayin because maybe he's a Kayin. What do we do with it? Yehei raya ache It goes out to pasture until it gets a mum, and then he can keep it. Menasen all of Chaimre, Kahanim, Chaimre, Yisraelim. And we place upon these two men, Chomers of Kahanim and of Yisraelim, and the Gemara is going to explain what the Chiddush over there is. Going back to the second case of the Mishnah, we had said Meshto Akshayrim. Let's say the Kshayrim died, meaning the sons that didn't get mixed up, they had gotten married and then they died. The Gemara asks, El Hanach Mishum the other ones, just because they got mixed up, we're calling them puzzle. They're not puzzle. They got mixed up. We don't know who their mother is. That does make them puzzle. So Amar Papa answers, Amo, what we should really say is, Umesu Havadayin, the Vadayin died. Not the Ksherim, the ones that are kosher, implying the other ones are puzzle. It means the Vadayim, the ones that are definite, the ones that we know for sure whom their mother is. And now the other ones can be called Enam Vadayim, that we do not know who their mother is. In that case, we had said, Lebnei Akala, Echad Chalitz, Echad Miyabim, one of them does Chalitza, the other one does Yibum, Davka Michlitz, Bahadri Yivume. It has to be that Chalitza happens first and then Yibum, Allah Yivum, Breshaloi, Yibum's not allowed to happen first. Because maybe he's going to be pagel with Yivam Lashuk. This means he might end up marrying a woman who really is Chayvin Yibam, and he's a random person marrying her. That would be Usher. Therefore, Chalitza first has to happen. Now we've covered all the bases. Then he's allowed to marry her. Going on to the next case in the Mishnah, Kahenesha Arv, we had said that we have these two children that got mixed up, a Kahin and an Evid of a Kahin. We said they get Chalik Echad Begairin. The Gemara asks, Chalik Echad Pshita. Of course, they only get one Chalik in the Gairin. When a Kahin goes to the Gairin to get his Truma, he only gets one Chalik. Just because he's getting for his Evid, that's not a reason to get two Chalakim. He only gets one Chalik. Anyway, what's a half amina? He would get more than one chelak. That the Mishnah has to say he only gets one chelak. Gemara says no. Ema chelak keechad. They only get the chelak when they're together. They're only allowed to get truma at the gairin if both of them are at the gairin together. And tonight, command the amar in chalkin truma eved elam kain rabbi imay. We have clearly taught in our Mishnah, like the command the amar, that we're not allowed to distribute truma to an eved unless his master is with him at the gairin. Titanu we have a brayso in chalkin truma eved elam kain rabbi imay. We're not allowed to give truma to the eved unless his master is there with him. Diver Rabbi Yehuda, that's Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. Rabbi Yisrael and Rabbi Yisrael tells us, this fellow can show up at the garden and say as follows, if I'm a kain, give me because I'm a kain. If I'm the evid of a kain, give me because my master. So we have this machlekes, Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yaisi, what exactly is the machlekes? So now we just have to explain what exactly the machlekes is between Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yaisi. In the place of Rabbi Huda, they would elevate a person's yichas status, they would say that he's a meyuchas person because he got truma at the garden.
Gairin. And therefore, we can't allow an Eved or a Suffolk Eved to take Truma at the Gairin because then we're going to end up saying, oh, he got Truma at the Gairin, it must be his Miyoches. But in the place of they wouldn't elevate their status just because they received Truma at the Gairin to say they're Miyoches person. Therefore, what doesn't make a difference if this Eved or the Suffolk Eved gets Truma at the Gairin, nothing bad is going to happen. The Gemara says, Tanya Eved Braisa Omer Belaz Bratzadik, Belaz Bratzadik says, my entire life, I only gave Eidos once, the Helu Evelikun Alpi, and they made an Evid into a kind because of what I said. The Gemara asks, Helu Salkadaitach, do you really think that they turned an Evid into a kind because of what he said? How could that be? Hash the Behemtan Shal Tzadikim, Enakosh Baruchu, maybe to call a Yadon. If a Gosh doesn't bring a mishap to the animal of a Tzadik, this is referring to the story of the animal of Repechas Ben Yar who didn't end up eating grain that didn't have Truma taken off of it. So Tzadikim Atzma, like Halshikain, for sure Hashem's not going to bring a mishap to the Tzadik himself. So I can't believe they actually made this Evid into a kind based off what Rebbe Lazar Tzadik said. So the Gemara says, you're right, Ela Emo, what he really means to say is they wanted to make him a Kayin based off of what I said, but they didn't turn him into a Kayin. Now we just have to explain why is it that they wanted to turn him to an Evid, what exactly was said over here. The answer is, he saw that this person received Truma at the Gairin in the place of Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Yaisi says an Evid is allowed to receive Truma at the Gairin. But then, he went and gave it about this person in the locale of Rabbi Yehuda where they will be Malami Truma Yochsen. So they almost turned this person into a Kayin, but then they realized the mistake before it was too late. I think Mark continues to we have a Brisa Asara in Chokelahem Truma Besagranus. There's 10 people that we will not distribute Truma to them at the Besagranus at the distribution point. The Eluhain, these are them Cheresh, a deaf mute, Shaita, the Katan, Tumtum, Vandragonus, the Eved, the Isha, a woman, the Arel, and a kind that does not have Brismila, the Hatame, a kind that's Tame, the Nice Isha Shaina Genesloi, a kind that married a woman that's not fit for him, for example, a Grusha or Chalutza. However, the Kulan Meshagalhem of Batayim, we will send Truma to their house, Chutzmi Tame, the Nice Isha Shaina Genesloi, except for a kind who's Tame and a kind who married a wife who's not fitting for him. We're not going to send Truma to their houses. The Gemara says, I understand that we're not going to distribute Truma to a Cherashite and a Katon at a distribution point because they're Labanidea. They don't have Das and it's not covered to the Truma to distribute it to such a person in a public place. They're considered like their own creatures and it's not covered to the Truma to distribute it to them. Also, we're not going to distribute Truma to him at the Gairin. Perhaps we're going to say because he got Truma at the Gairin, it must be that he's a Miyachas person, so therefore an Evid's not allowed to get either. The reason why an Arl and a Tomei aren't allowed to get Mishum to Meisi, that's because they have a certain element of Mo'us, a certain element of repulsiveness to them. Nice Isha Shena again, the reason why he's not going to get Truma is Mishum Kanasa. It's Kanas. He shouldn't be married to such a woman. Ella Isha, my time alike. Why not distribute Truma to a woman at the Garin? What's wrong with that? So Pligibar of Papa Rav Hunabred Rav Yeshua, they argue about this. Chana, or one of them says it's Shum Grusha because of a Grusha. We've had this previously. This woman might be a Basi Srel, and the only reason why she's allowed to eat Truma is because she's married to a Kayin. Now, if we're used to distributing Truma to her at the Garin, then she might get divorced. We're not going to know that she got divorced. And that she's not allowed to have Truma anymore. She's going to keep on coming and we're going to continue giving her Truma, but really she's a Basi Srel who's not allowed to get Truma. Bechadam, one of them says Mishum Yichud because of Yichud. She might end up being Miyachid with a person at the distribution point. The Gemara asks, What's the difference between these two answers? The difference is, A granary which is close to the city. Since it's close to the city, they're going to have heard that this woman got divorced. That's because people know what goes on in the city. However, there aren't a lot of people that hang out over there, so we would still have an issue of Yichud. Inami, alternatively, we could say, it's far away from the city, so they're not going to know that she got divorced. However, there are a lot of people there, so we're not going to have a yichud issue. We had said in the brass of a klum shakalahem All these people were going to send truma to their house. Except for these two people. Aval arel, but that implies that an arel, a kind that does not have brismila, mishagrinale, we will send to his house. The gemara is my time. Why is that? Mishum da'anis. That's because he's an anis. He's not able to get a brismila because his brothers died after they got a brismila. So halachically, he's not allowed to get a bris. So he's still allowed to get truma. The gemara asked tamei nami, a kind also who's tamei ha'anis. He's also an anis. It wasn't his fault he became tamei. The gemara says, One kain, he has a very big anus. It's a danger to his life to get a bris milah. Therefore, he's not allowed to get
get a bris milah. It's of no fault of his own. He can't do anything about it. Therefore, he's a complete inus. He's allowed to get truma sent to him. But the kind that became tame, he's not really a hundred percent inus because he really technically could have prevented himself from being in a place that maybe he'll become tame. Again, he still is somewhat of an inus. It wasn't planned that he would become tame, but he still probably could have done something to prevent himself from becoming tame. He's not a hundred percent inus, and therefore we're not going to send truma to his house. We're going to stop it for the day. Pick up tomorrow. Continue to talk about truma for now. Everyone should have a wonderful day.